the title is I'm Not Your Mommy. Hi guys, love the pod and thanks for taking the time to read. Question up front, details to follow, signs are at the end if interested. Apologies for the length, but I think it's worth the read. Main topics, addiction, children with special needs, attachment issues, difficult Wait, who called this? A Virgo? Uh, oh, a, a Scorpio. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a Scorpio. Uh, and then the other two people that are mentioned are, there's a partner that's a Taurus. Okay. And a sister that's a Gemini. God oh, bless. my gosh. It's a time. I hope they're not all under the same roof. I hope, well, we'll see. Okay. My long-term partner and I are watching his sister's four children for two months while she goes through rehab. Mm, now, I, mm. I want to preface this with, because I can see the ages and everything of everyone. This person with a long-term partner is 24. Their partner is 26. And the sister is 32. So keep in mind. She, okay. She has been dealing with an opioid addiction after the birth of her last child. Mm. And after trying to handle it herself, she's seeking professional help. Mm. We're so glad she's taking the step and wanted to help. So we're providing childcare. Her for husband. Four kids? For four kids. Jesus Christ. That's, listen, that's a big task. I don't know if I could do all that. I hope they don't have their own kids. I don't, I don't think so, but we'll okay. see. Her husband is in the military and is deployed. One set of grandparents has sexually abused the children and the other set of grandparents cannot watch, watch them for health reasons. Jesus Christ. These kids are going. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, that's a, that's already a rough situation because it's like, yeah. Okay. The kids are 14, 12, eight, and four, two girls, two boys. Oh, each oh it gets worse each child has a unique circumstance that requires extra care but for the most part each of these needs has not been met or neglected from oldest to youngest uh one is gay and struggling with her sexuality in a rural community one has adhd and extremely poor eyesight and is struggling to keep up with schoolwork the eight-year-old cannot read and potentially has dyslexia, and the four-year-old cannot speak in full sentences, perhaps due to a spectrum disorder. I worked with children with behavioral disorders for years, and my partner is a teacher, so we felt we could take this on. He's oh, not, dear. I know, he's not working for the summer, and I'm a full-time artist, and we thought this would be a good way for us to see how we could potentially work as a family in the future with our own children, and if our career suited that lifestyle. That's a big task to bring on ah, for a test. Oh, that's a, that's a test uh, as a test. Yeah, I don't know. We should have kept that to ourselves. We are six weeks in, and to my surprise, it's been amazing. The children are in year-round online classes and went from being five months behind to ahead of where they need to be. I love to cook, so we enjoy a healthy dinner at the table every night. My partner and I grow most of our food and raise our own meat, so it's been really cool to watch children experience that aspect of food. They alternate between being studio helpers and come with me to deliver my work to galleries. Wait, this person is 23 years old? 24. Where the hell? <laughs> what? What dimension of the world do you live in where you have a farm and a... Oh a, a farm raising me uh, has worked for years with children's what? behavioral disorders and is now a full-time artist delivering things to galleries. And taking, and taking care of four kids... Uh, text text me the city where you live in because I need to go there. 
Listen, this is a Scorpio, so this might be fan fiction altogether. This is this is a novel. This might be them pitching a novel idea to us right now. Okay, so they alternate between being studio helpers, come with me to deliver my work to galleries, and in these studio times, I've had deep conversations with them about loving themselves and believing in themselves. My partner and I feel so connected to each other, and it's just been so lovely and filled with joy. We're only living on my income as an artist, and it's been... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I need to know the business plan of these two people. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, what? What's your name? Yeah, tell you. Yeah, can we work for you? My partner and I feel so connected to each other, and it's been lovely and filled with joy. Okay, we're only living on the income as an artist. It's been really gratifying to be able to be the breadwinner on my passion. Unfortunately, this has made unintentional consequences. The four and eight-year-olds have started calling me mommy. And while I correct them every time with, no, I'm not your mom, I don't want my name in, it's happened multiple times. In one of our gallery runs, the 14-year-old confronted me with research she had done about adoption while the biological parents were still alive. I was shocked and horrified, but I met her with an abrupt, no, we're not doing that. And we drove in silence. My partner is not experiencing this. He still is just the cool uncle. We're a very young couple, mid-20s, and this feels just way too complex and grown up for us to deal with. The intention was to make the kids as comfortable as possible during this difficult and you time. Have you did exactly what you set out to they're do, like, babe. You made a family. Save us. Take and us away. Yeah, you made it so good that now they're like, uh, we don't want to imagine anything else. And to make it enjoyable for my partner and me. Due to her addiction, the kid's mom hasn't been the best, but she has a great heart. She's doing the work to be better for them. I genuinely believe in her ability to change and be better for her kids. I want them to see it too looking for tips on this difficult conversation we need to have. Okay, firstly, don't shut down children. Don't do that. No. Okay? Because you're projecting. Yeah, because, you're you you yeah. came in being like this is just a temporary thing for us and then yeah, we can just we can them away. we can just like, test it out and we'll yeah. just have the family that we've always desired but like for a limited time so it's fun and yeah. what now, what happened is what, listen, I don't think it's about the word mommy. I understand the yeah. word mommy has a lot of connection to it. And, and whether there's a fear of replacing someone or there's a fear of being expected too much of, or it's all that together. The reality is that these kids feel comfortable enough with you as a, a mother-like figure in their right. life mm-hmm. because of their time with you, a guardian, right. yeah. Right, and, and, and it's from your 23-year-old mind that you can say, oh, this is a test, but these are people's lives. Yeah. It's not a, t- a test for them. This is their actual life. So you have to be careful in the way that you're expressing to them that, no, I'm not your mother, and no, we can't do that, and leaving it just at that. That is very insensitive because they didn't ask for this. You didn't ask for this either, no. but you volunteered to do it. And unfortunately, these conversations that you're having that you think you're in control of, where we're just talking about how they should love themselves and believe in themselves, on the other side of that is you're going to have conversations with them that you aren't really about you. Mm-hmm. Like that's an opportunity for you to really ask them, why do you want that? Why do you feel that? Why, you know, mm-hmm. and get more into what's happening with them. Um, well, essentially, but, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but essentially she's a child raising children. She's yeah. 24. Yeah. So these are compl- complex issues. They really are. That, yeah. And you might even need help with that. I don't know if you go to church or if there's some sort of group or whatever, um, but there might be, you might need to to provide more than just 
you know, a good time, food, and, you know, bedtime yeah, stories. These kids stuff. might need counseling. Yeah, I mean, we'll, are, we'll definitely yeah, need counseling because there's sexual assault. And, yeah. and you might, you might need to speak to someone on how to speak to them. I am not a professional, neither is Megan. But what I can tell you is your abrupt responses to, to them wanting to love you and mm-hmm. show you love is not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And you being you it. being shocked and horrified by something that I think we could have seen coming as maybe just being here a little bit longer um, or understanding the situation these kids are in, knowing that they want to attach to something that's stable. Yes. They want to attach to love that isn't based in either being neglected or being harmed. Right. And, and you're showing that. You, you've given that and you did exactly that. But now there's an attachment to mm-hmm. that. And I think it would it would be best for you to accept the the struggle of that for these kids who are just trying to figure out their place in this family that keeps uprooting them and um yeah be be soft soft. you got to be softer than that because every time you hear that and it makes you feel uncomfortable um you know you're discarding them by your response Mm-hmm. by saying I'm not your mom and you have to gently you have to ask questions why why do you call me you know if I don't know if you have a picture of their mother or whatever mm-hmm. um, yeah, you why know, are this, you calling me mommy this is, this is this is mommy is this the person that you you're asking for this is mommy I just mm-hmm. want to con- put pictures up of the mother or whatever whatever it is that you need to do until you speak to someone but I think that right now you have bitten off more than you can chew because you just wanted to test the waters and mm-hmm. you cannot test the waters with young minds, neglected young minds, a sexually abused young mind. You can't test it out as like a little make-believe fun yeah. we're playing house. That, that's not it's, what this is. Yeah, you're not, listen, you're, you're not their parents. And so this is something that their mother, if she gets out, when she gets out of rehab and, and her husband are going to have to deal with and figure out, but... You can't really just bring these kids in for like eight weeks and then like pluck them off of you to go back to your life. Mm -hmm. If you love them and you care about them and you cared about them more than your desire to just test something, right? To bring them into your home and to create this atmosphere for them. I think you have to figure out if you're willing to be, whether you're a caretaker physically or not for them, a caretaker in other ways for their lives because you're invested. Right. And the other and the other thing too is that the assumption that this could possibly be just a test, you have no idea. You you've walked You might have just something. stepped into something that yeah. might not be a test. These might be yeah. the kids you have now. Exactly. So and then you, you have decisions to make because you know, you're, are you going to put them in this system? Are you going to be right, able to right, sit there on the right. driveway as CPS comes and picks them up? Yeah. Because I'm also getting, they haven't said this anything is, explicitly, but the fact that we have multiple grandparents they can't be with, the dad's away, the mom's in rehab. It kind of seems like this is happening within the family making these decisions, yes, that yes. this is not something Child Protective Services or, or therapists or anything are right, a part of, right? Knows about, Try, right. And, and I understand that, trying to keep it out of a system that will tear them, will take them apart. Um, but you've just stepped into something where you have said and shown that you have provided for these kids. These mm-hmm. kids don't want to leave you if they interview these kids because your your assumption is that everything's going to be okay and they'll be good. They'll go right back to their mother. And that might not be how Addiction it goes. Addiction is a disease. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and the chances of 
someone who's addicted to anything with four children raising alone that have all these different, the, the chances that she would relapse is very, very high mm-hmm. as a single addict, uh, as a sober mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, that it's impossible. What I'm saying is you've o- opened the door to being the, the guardian, to being, to being the, the, um, the, 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 the plan B when, mm-hmm. cause she'll come back to you. You, this is not a test. And that, and these kids will be looking for you to come back and get them. Yes. And so there might be very well, again, this is something for, and it's not even your sister's kids. This is your partner's sister's kids. This is so much that you've taken on, but it, you might have to make a choice at some point because eventually this will be something that goes either into a system or it goes to the next level. Yes. Um, if the next you level can, be meaning adoption. If you can, if you can deal with the the options being, they stay with us and we become guardians for them temporarily, longer, whatever it is, or we witness them being ripped from us and put into a system that we don't know that their mother will ever be able to get them back from as their only other family. They could be separate. They will be separated. They will be separated. The younger ones will probably get adopted quicker and the older ones will probably ride out their time. And uh, there's more sexual abuse and um, other abuse in that. This is, this is, this, well, man, you know. They are holding on to you like they're in a storm and you are a plank of wood. Yes. And, and, And let me just tell you something. Sometimes our selfishness gets in the way and you thought, I w- well, I could help. And also this would be cute to see for me and my husband, if we could play house with these children. And though your heart was in the right place, my dear, you have opened the door to a, a lot of possibilities that you were not ready for. Mm. And it's just beginning. So yeah. you made this decision. You and your partner made this decision. Decision. So you have to handle it with care because there is going to be a moment where you have a decision to make. And you're the only people that can take care of these kids right now. And right, right. And right now, you're the only person that has shown and proved, you and your partner, has shown and proved that this is a safe place, right? Safe place for these children if their mother goes back or, or they say she's not fit to watch these children yet or whatever. Where can we put these children? And she gets out and it's a court order or whatever that she's not fit. She can only visit them. She can't go back into motherhood right away because she's newly sober. Mm -hmm. So where can these people, where can these children stay? And she says, oh, they can stay with my brother. They were taken care of. They loved it. The children loved it. They asked the kids and the kids love it. And now it's all on you to decide if you Mm -hmm. even want to do that. And that is going to be a hard pill to swallow. That decision is, uh, listen, that's a decision might break up your relationship, might break up your soul, might break up your relationship to these kids. I would not want to be in your position, but because you have volunteered now, you have to understand now you got to put your big girl panties on because these are actual things, serious legal things that could actually happen. And you're talking to these children like they're the crazy ones. Uh, no, no, no. I think these kids know what's up. They know what's going on. You're the one that's delusional about what you stepped into. 
again, this is, this is the first stable situation they've been in a minute where they're not being harmed and they're gonna try to hold on to it and that makes perfect sense. So you got, I, I think- You want it to be, you want it to be mommy and yeah. now you're, now you're mommy. Yeah, and so I suggest that you speak with someone to help you navigate this and also set you up to make some decisions. If ever it came across that you needed to make decisions because you just never know, especially when you're dealing with addiction. And it seems like that family's got a lot of shit going down. Yeah, we got grandparents actually abusing. We got another set of grandparents with health issues. We have dad that's deployed the military who, listen, I don't know. I don't know anything about the military or being deployed or any of, or being of- uh, Listen, because uh, when he comes back, I'm pretty sure the last thing he's going to be capable of is taking care of four children that he's been away from after being at war. But I also think it's a, it should tell you something that he didn't figure out how to come back for these kids knowing the mom was incapable of taking care of them. Mm -hmm. That his option was, I mean, listen, again, don't know anything about it. Don't know if that's possible, but something tells me if your kids are about to go to child protective services because mom has an opioid addiction and she, there might be something that has to happen. And you're, that's the other parent. So the fact that he felt more comfortable instead of coming home and taking care of those kids and staying and letting you handle it, I think should give you an insight into what your role is going to be for those kids. Also, also the, the fact that these kids are quickly to call you mother when their own mother is still here. Is, is still here. That means they probably won't be even being taken care of properly by her. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, yeah, they, they said that they were being neglected. Yeah. So if, if, if I'm a child and I know my mommy is away and I start calling my new guardian mommy, I forgot about my mommy and I don't want to go back to her. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to her because if I did, I would be saying I missed my mommy. So, yeah, and you're not saying anything about them talking in that way. They're, right. not, they're not up crying at night missing mom and dad. No, they're, in, they're loving living with you. Yeah. They're looking Oof. up adoption. <sighs> they're fit, yeah, they're figuring out how to work within the system to get them out of there. Something. You know, the, the life is funny. And be careful what you ask for and what you wish for. You wish that you could have a family and this might be the and one you get. And now you have it. So don't be so quick to think that you can just discard them because you're in it now. You're in this. Mm -hmm. And whatever the outcome is, you might be reintroduced to those kids. So you better be prepared for that and be prepared to have to make a decision because the deciding factor might come down to, do you want these kids? And then you'd have to be the one that tells them, no, we don't want you. We can't do it. And, and then they're putting it. That's it. The, and I, again, I think that that decision will be the one that ends your relationship. That's, mm -hmm. that's, there's no way that's not coming back into play. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you've been talking about how your partner is still just the cool uncle. uncle. He's not experiencing any of this. I'm already, I'm already feeling the resentment <laughs> that's building up there. <laughs> because essentially it's his blood, not hers. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I also, the reality too, is that if you do make this, the decision of letting these kids get split up, one day these kids will be 18 and they know who their family is. And the stories that they come back with and the realities of their experiences might haunt you for a long, mm -hmm. long time. Right. This, this is more, this is not just something like I said, oh man, I we're not, yeah, we're, guys, not we're not playing the Sims. We're not yeah, playing Barbies. Like, yeah, you, you guys, you cannot think that you can just play like that with people's lives and think that it's going to be over. 
Now, these are all worst case scenarios that were, but these are very high, high probability scenarios that could actually happen because we're talking about addiction. Mom didn't get in a car accident and she's recovering in the hospital. This is potentially a lifelong situation that she will yes. be dealing with. That's rough. That's real rough. That's rough. I would, I mean, to, to even be like, yeah, we decided to take it. We want to have our family, our own family one day. And we wanted to see if we could, we could hack it. Like that's what made you make that decision. Oh my goodness. Oh my And, and these are kids with like developmental disorders and we're on the spectrum. We have, we have dyslexia, there's ADHD there. So there, there's already things these kids are going to need in school and outside of school to, to aid them in even learning and adjusting. And something's telling me that even though you're the breadwinner and you're 24 and you're doing all these things or raising our own meat and whatever it is, I don't know that you are going to be capable of providing that. Um, but it's, you're definitely, it's a decision that you're going to have to, to make and you're going to need other people to help you with it. And if you're truly, truly feeling anxious right now, listen, them's the breaks, honey. I'm, I, I, I feel on a serious note, um, you know, you got to look out for yourself. Hopefully this ends in a, in a situation where you, you don't have to decide anything and all is good and well, and then they mm -hmm. go back. But in the future, you need to make better decisions for yourself about your life and what you're possibly toying with. Mm -hmm. this, is not, this is not a movie. This is not make-believe. You've made a, a very life, possible life-changing decision on a whim because you just wanted to see something. Mm. that is never the way to go and I hope for your sake that you still have the chance chance to build your own family with just you and your partner alone but if you don't if you don't have the opportunities that you're hoping that you have because now you've taken all these four children, you're gonna have to learn how to embrace that and accept what the universe is offering to you. This is not a bad thing, but right now we're in a place where we just don't know which way it could go. And I'm saying, yeah. count your blessings if it doesn't go the way that it could possibly go. Mm. And make better decisions. Take that as a, a big warning. Don't be doing things just because it's you just want to see. Uh -uh. Uh, yeah, not when it comes with, especially kids' lives. Uh uh, no. Um, but, but again, I think you you set up you set up this world and this test real well and a little too well, and this might be where these little birds land. Mm -hmm. You know. I wish you all the best and congratulations on being the mother they never had that's and, true and embrace that embrace that love don't reject it do not reject it because yeah. they love you and they want to be with you and so what, what however the story plays out just embrace the fact that you are you are a mother oh yeah this You're is this is if this especially if this is the partner that you see having a family with this is your family mm -hmm. 
and uh, what you thought were going to be nieces and nephews might end up being your adopted kids, or at least your, you know, kids that are living with you until a certain point. And it might be longer than six weeks. It might be six years. Right. Your mother. And so if, if, if it's something that out of respect for their mother, I don't know if you can get a hold of her or whatever, but I get that. If, if you want, if you don't want them to call you mommy, find another name that everybody can agree on. That's different than auntie. Maybe they call you mother, your last mama, name. whatever, yeah, whatever, but don't deny those children. Yeah. Look. Make it, make it something that you guys come up together. You know, yeah. don't, yeah. don't, don't shut it down. I did see, or whatever. I, I, saw, <laughs> I saw, um, a post the other day and, and granted there was a lot of, you know, differing feelings on, um, how people felt about this, but there was a woman talking about how her, she's separated from her ex-husband and he has a girlfriend. He's had a long-term girlfriend. And so this baby, the, the, I don't know how old this kid was like four, three or four, um, has gotten so used to this girlfriend as well that they also refer to her as mama or mommy. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of people that were obviously in the comments and were like, Oh, I could never do that. And I would never like, I, that's unacceptable, which is, you know, mm -hmm. it's yeah. everyone's, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but this woman, the mom was basically like, you know, I don't feel any kind of way about that. And I nobody feel, asked you motherfuckers. What I feel, but she was like in the video and she has the baby and she's like, I, I don't feel any way about that. In fact, I feel so blessed that he's loved enough and that he feels loved enough by her that he sees her as another mother figure. And so mm -hmm. I know that he is all he's ever going to be is loved. Yeah, exactly. it's, not, it's not a personal I, I, thing for me. I'm still his mother. Yeah, but that's I, the word he has right now to explain the they, attachment he feels. I have a friend and I went to, and stayed with him and his husband um, a few years ago and they live in a cute little farmhouse in, in Portland, Maine. And they, now they have three adopted sons and their names are Dada and Daddy. And they're just the sweetest, most beautiful family and it's two white men and they have uh, two mixed race little boys and then a Native American little boy. And they, I remember when I went to go stay with them, they were just like, can you help us tell us how to do his hair? Because, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to. And so there's someone, there's one of them is like the breadwinner and the other one stays home and makes all the like homemade jams and food and stuff like that. And they're just the sweetest family. And you have to understand that, that sometimes your family chooses you and it's not from uh, blood. Sometimes it's just, it is what it is and it doesn't make you less of a family. And to this woman, don't deny what the universe is offering up to you, even if it's for a moment. Mm -hmm. Right now, in, in these children's lives, you will always remain that person, the person that took care of them at one of their lowest points currently, because I don't know what's, what's set for them. And I, I, hope, I wish those children the best, but right now you are a safety for them and you volunteered this. So you are mothering them and you are nursing them to health, to wealth. You brought them back to, to light, mm -hmm. to life. And the oldest one is like, can you please adopt us? This, this is a very serious, serious thing. 
that you have to understand you cannot respond now like a 24 year old that's like nah I ain't your mom though you can't respond like that you need to respond as the woman that has a farm a company is a breadwinner be the woman you are show up you wanted to step into it and now here's the opportunity to step into it and this is I mean something like this is really going to test you on you know what you thought was a game versus who you actually are yeah and you can handle it you're handling it now, but don't start rejecting it. Listen, teach these kids how to milk a cow and, uh, and let's do this. Yeah, time to grow up. <laughs> grow the fuck up real fast now. Damn. Oh, my God. That was an email of all emails. <laughs> you start talking about child protective services and oh, my goodness. This podcast goes a lot of places. <laughs> And none of us quite know or expect where it's going to go. Sometimes when you guys write in, I'm like, y'all, I swear y'all, shouldn't y'all be writing to someone else? Because I mean, I'm I'm not qualified for all of that. Listen, I'm just like, (laughs) we are two musicians who don't have any of the ties to like kids. I mean, we could, we could, (laughs) I mean, we could truly leave at any point and we're just, we're figuring it out. Um, Oh my God. But I mean, I'll tell you, some of these emails just make me very grateful. All the problems that I think I have that I'm dealing with, I'm like, now I could truly be worse. I I mean, I mean, I just, I just sometimes like, you know, you say things and like, you, you're so thankful. Like, I'm so thankful for the place that I'm in right now Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't want to wear that, that cape. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people write and I'm like, damn, I would not want to be wearing that cape. What would I do in that situation? You know, of course you're going to write into, to a self, you know, like a, like an advice podcast. Yeah. There's no one that's going to give you like a, there's, who do you even look at in that scenario to understand how other people have done it? Right. And, and, And also not take sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because right now it's probably cute because you know this woman is doing a great thing and so all her friends are like this is amazing it's adorable right and then you have two people that you write in that are like uh oops you bitch what are you doing you can't treat this lightly you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and sometimes people need that awakening to be to like really really like step step it up because this is this is actually not a problem it's actually something that's very beautiful but as long as you come with that mindset, it's always going to be an issue. And I'm trying, I'm trying to tell you, like, you know, sometimes we walk into things and they become an extension of our bodies. And that's not what we were intending, i.e. falling in love. Shit, I didn't want to do that. I did not have any plans to be in anybody's relationship and trying to do and 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 coexist and 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 you know adjust and change yeah i didn't want it i don't want no parts of that right and now i'm and now i'm dealing soulfully dealing with and when i say soulful soulfully i mean s-o-u-l like i'm dealing with my soul right now where it's being broken down and i'm like i didn't sign up for this shit but you know what I'm being broken down in the best possible way because mm-hmm. myself is being revealed to myself and I didn't ask for this, but I'm not going to deny it either because it's here now. Your girl's in love and I got to deal with what I got to deal with. And a lot of it is self-reflection and it's not something that I really ever wanted, but because 
And I could easily just be like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't need this. I'm just going to leave. But then that doesn't serve me because I don't want to block any blessings that the universe has for me. I really yeah. don't. You don't want to spend the rest of your life wondering what if. Oh, no. I uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I know you won't. I know you won't because listen, if anyone's bold enough to jump off the cliff into it, it's you. Um, if anything, because you're told that you can't. <laughs> right. I will. Or that you shouldn't. I mean, it's just a fucking cannonball. Okay. <laughs> just- um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think that that's, sometimes you just got to go with life. Off, yeah, you, mo- do. you You, in general, you just got to go with life. And that's the best phrase you do. This, this was a decision that you made. Um, and I think you're maybe realizing after this email and this response that it wasn't like inviting a friend over for a vacation. Um, it was really opening yourself up to what motherhood is. Um, and it might not be in your control. I mean, not to be insensitive, but dun, 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 like, that's just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of y'all might be too young for that, but that, that it is you, you, you entered into something that now You'll be forever, no matter what the outcome is, you'll forever have the stamp of being uh, a figure in those children's lives. Mm-hmm. And just as well as you can be a person that they cling to or that they feel like is saving them, you can also be the person, another person that rejecting them, them and uh, abandoning them. Careful of your words. Careful of your words. Hey, what kind of mother are you going to be? Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And and something tells me that this person has such a warm heart um, in the way that she's caring and the energy is coming from knowing that she's going to give them back. And I'm saying to you, uh, honey, mm-hmm. that might not happen as quickly as you think. Mm-hmm. And if it does, it might be a reoccurring thing. Yeah. So... Just don't, don't be too big for, for your britches that you think like, I got this, everything's cool because right now we're only six, eight weeks in, right? But what happens when it's stretched out to nine months, a year, 24 months? When you're starting to make decisions about their schooling and, right. and dealing with homework. And it's not just the summer playtime, little assistants and friends that are coming with me everywhere. Right. It's how I actually am invested in their future. Yes. Yes. So... Just take it day by day. Mm-hmm. And please be, be gentle with those kids and be gentle with yourself. Do not dismiss them in that way. Find, find a better way to answer those questions. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> I need a drink now. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> um, you can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. Um. You, Listen, I, I don't know how well you're going to be able to find me these days, but my name is Michelle Moore and you could Google it, but I don't know. I ain't making no promises. If you have any questions, you need any advice, you can write us at noliesdetected at gmail.com. You're here. I'm here. <laughs> you're better. You're better. You're yeah, welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Girl, it's been so long. I don't know what it is. I don't see you enough, so it's I don't okay. remember. Listen, you see me more than anyone in my life, just so you're aware of how it works with a Scorpio. <laughs> I talk oh to you, God. I mean, we're basically dating in my mind because oh my I, I don't even talk to my family. Oh, jeez. Um, Sometimes I don't even see my parents for like two days and we're in the same house. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at that. <laughs> All right. So, Look. well, I guess we'll catch you guys on the flip side. 
We will. We'll see you soon. Bye. Have fun, bitch.